Welcome to Cloud Chat with Stefan and Matt. I'm one of your hosts, Stefan Stelter. And I'm Matt Brown. <laughs> How are you all doing today? And we have a guest. Guests are amazing. Why don't you introduce yourself, guest? Come out from behind <laughs> the curtain. <laughs> Producer, director, guest. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Darcy Pittman. I'm the director and editor of the Cloud Chat podcast and the video lead for NetApp on NetApp. So happy to be here again. Excellent, excellent. So the last conversation was quite intriguing for me. Um, I don't know about you, Stefan, but the whole social media thing, I'm still getting to learn it, right? Indeed. In fact, I, I kind of feel like the second I get to learn it, I'm like one or two steps behind everybody. A new, a new app comes out, everybody's Always doing something changing. else. Yes, I, I just got my changed. MySpace page perfect, and now it's where I'm at. <laughs> and and yeah. you know, so one of the things I'd like to talk about today, so you know, Darcy, we put a lot of effort and we go and publish something and then, you know, you get really proud about publishing something and then nobody says anything. <laughs> How important is it to, and maybe it's different in different platforms, and maybe you can share your perception about what we should expect in the different types of platforms and maybe how hard we have to work to actually get that interaction. That's what are your thoughts work. there? Yeah, it's hard work, especially because there's so much content out there. Um, well, let's, I mean, let's talk about the situation. I think it'd be great for our listeners to kind of get a feel for what what is this, what's the challenges out there, and 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 then look to your advice to you know how how we have to work to get that that feedback. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the challenges that I've seen for our content and also my own content is consistency and performance. Um, you have to be kind of one of the big influencers to always get a million views. Most people, 99% of people are not going to get that. Um, and so I think it's even just consistency of views um, for your own unique channel. And I was going to say, Darcy, only a million. What are we up to for ours? Two million? <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, we're totally there. You're getting those Hollywood contracts, right? You're getting all those relatives. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I'm not sharing that with you. Sorry, I get, <laughs> I'm getting a call. I'm getting another call again from another. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just not realistic for most people. So I think it, it's all relative to a certain extent of kind of what your audience size looks like and, you know, how big of your following you have. So I heard somewhere there, that, there, go, go ahead, Matt. I was going to say, is there a different expectation on the platforms? I mean, not that I had done I a TikTok so. video, but I would imagine maybe TikTok is because it's, yeah. is it more I would engaging? Say it's different. Because TikTok is showing your videos based on the For You page, I find that it's actually way easier to get TikTok views. Okay. Like I would say <laughs> one view on TikTok is worth so much less than one view on YouTube, which is just okay. my biased YouTuber opinion. But I think it's true because I can spend 30 seconds on making a TikTok video, publish it, and it could get 200 views. And that was all the work I did versus a YouTube video takes hours and hours of editing and you could get only 200 views, but you spent hours on that. And someone had to actively choose to click on it. So to me, that view is worth more than someone just getting fed it on the algorithm and then swiping. You so also shared that in, in, there's an engagement component to that too. How long they engage with the content? Yeah, the how long they engage video with versus yeah. a, a twenty-minute video. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're not getting people watching for five minutes on TikTok. That's just not the platform, um, the way the platform is versus YouTube. You do so. I think you get kind of that stronger relationship um, potentially between the viewer and the influencer. But also, you can get that on TikTok. It's just a very different style of it being so short form. 
What's interesting too, because I see, and I know what we do, is we can advertise something on Twitter, advertise something on LinkedIn that actually may eventually go to YouTube, but things seem to get somehow lost in translation too. So for example, um, we'll do a piece and I have what, over 6,000 LinkedIn subscribers. I'll get a subset uh, more often that we hit about half of our subscriber base in terms of LinkedIn views, but that doesn't necessarily translate to a YouTube view because I'm sending users that way. Is, is that a common phenomenon as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, what that is, is the click-through rate. CTR is kind of a measurement of how many people see the post and then actually click on it is a very low percentage because it's taking an additional action. So every time you add an additional action, you know, that's another barrier to people, you know, doing the action that you want them to versus like being on the platform. The click-through rate is also measured, but that's clicking on the thumbnail of a video on YouTube, I would say. So so we, we all want it now. Yeah, <laughs> well, and we, as the, what the I want people making the content, we want a high click-through rate because that shows people are interested, they're seeing this content and they're interested in the topic um, just as a baseline. Like, oh, I want to click on this and learn more versus this content doesn't interest me and they go about the next post or the next email. Have you, have you found yourself as a user of TikTok? I feel like I'm interviewing someone who knows TikTok far better than I do. Um, have you ever used the TikTok short as a gateway to long form content. Mm, interesting. Um, I've seen I hope people, I asked that right. I feel yeah, like I'm no, I mean, that's a good question because you see people who have been on YouTube for years trying to make it on TikTok now um, and vice versa. But I would say it's hard because you are, again, are asking someone to leave that platform and it feels like less organic to be like, oh, go watch my YouTube video when you're on TikTok. It's like, well, you're on TikTok right, for short right. form video. So right. I don't know. I haven't your, seen your it brain is in a different place. It's like you're going out for fast yeah. food and suddenly they're like, but you could go over here and have a seven course meal. I don't have time for you that. Want, That's right, why right, I'm in right. line for the drive through. At McDonald's, exactly. I want to make, make, make McDonald's hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I do see that usually people don't have the same level of following across platforms it'll be one tick you know a tiktoker that they found their following there they'll make a youtube channel and they'll still get a good amount of following on there but it's usually the people who are really dedicated to that person and then the same goes for people who started on youtube oh like let me get on tiktok and they have a following but it's not to the same extent because that's not what they're known for and it is hard to get people from one platform to another now it's not impossible because if someone does really like following that person then they will um but it's definitely sometimes hard to switch between those like long versus short form. And just, I think the platforms don't want you to leave the platform. They don't make it that easy. So, you know, you see like on Instagram and TikTok, you can't really put links very easily. You have to go to the person's profile and click on the link from there. So again, going back to those whole actions, it's not one click, it's multiple clicks to get to the, the next, you know, that action of seeing that other profile. Interesting. So a platform we haven't talked about. Oh, Matt, you want to, I, I, I want to her to finish one thought of me and then okay, we can talk about a different platform in a second. Yeah. So Darcy, clickbait, how tempted are you to leverage that deceitful little thing oh, that it clickbait. is? Oh, man. <laughs> well, I feel like I'm in the middle on the clickbait argument. Uh, like <laughs> That's what I want to hear, right? Yeah. It'd be well, so tempting to like word one of our things. Here, this is the one where Stefan and Matt get into a huge throwdown fight. Fist the cops into the microphone. Yeah. It's dramatic. You give away one 
million dollars in bitcoin yeah. oh right even better <laughs> why do i go right to combative things you go to the reward i go right to the i'm the stick you're the carrot like what is happening here i, I see how it is i got it so, so darcy where, where do you weigh in on this click so and my my definition of clickbait is when you're putting something in the title that isn't accurate to get people to click on something that is <laughs> that is wrong deceit right? that's yes. deceit now there's a difference between clickbait and looking to have SEO optimized titles. I think that's important nowadays because of what I was saying, I think in the last pod about the importance of optimizing for search engines. So there's a difference between the two. And I think you wanna do the SEO optimization so people can find your content, but you don't wanna be deceitful about what's in that that content. Maybe so, we do. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we do because then you don't build a following. You, right, you know, just right. get those clicks for the clickbait and no one stays versus if you have that good organic content, hopefully they'll stick around or at least some of them will. That's a great answer. So sorry, Stefan, I interrupted you. No, this You're is going uh, platform direction. <laughs> yeah, this is maybe a little far field, but that's, you know, how we roll on these, uh, these podcasts. So as I think about Twitch. You know, I was thinking about my kids Twitch being more engaged one. with, um, you know, social media in general and what I can, what I observe them consuming as far as media goes in general. And there's a, a fair amount of content that my kids will watch about other people playing video games, for example, right? So there'll be a YouTube influencer who's playing a video game and right. my children have that video game, but rather than playing the video game, they will observe someone else playing the video game. And my, 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 my two children are, are dramatically different. One uses the videos to improve his play and the other just enjoys the social element and the commentary that's provided. And it, it also maybe isolates a little bit from the intensity of the gameplay experience by being able to watch somebody else go through it. So uh, I was curious of Darcy, your thoughts on Twitch as a platform for anything related to IT and then I have a very specific question for Matt about Twitch, if I remember it by the mm. time you bamboozle my brain. I don't brain know that I'm you. qualified to talk about it because I don't use Twitch. And I think that goes into the differences in platforms. I'm not like a gamer. I don't really watch people stream gaming. I don't really have a use for Twitch. So I've not really spent that much time on it. But I certainly know some folks, you know, enjoy it a lot. Um, so Do you see gaming of, clips showing up anywhere else? I mean, certainly there's a lot of YouTube, YouTube content. YouTube. Yeah. yeah, a lot of YouTube, definitely. Are we um, seeing any yeah, short form? Like, it's like watching Probably. a movie, watching somebody watching the movie. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. it is kind of weird. I think so. Watch me drive. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. I saw somebody's YouTube short on uh, watching traffic. The car's <laughs> just parked and the camera's just out the windshield and it's just cross traffic in the horrors of like the vertical arrangement. So you're not even seeing like, oh, look at that semi, here it comes. And now it's going, no, it's just like, you're, well, but through this much of a lens, right? So anyway. Yeah, well, my other thought is that it kind of gets to the parasocial relationship of social media between the user and the creator that I think is so powerful. And I think it'll be interesting to see, I hope psychologists start studying this because it's such a new and interesting phenomenon where you feel connected and engaged with these people online that you don't know in person and you feel like you have a bond to them so I think it's almost like hanging out with a friend of oh let me like I think about when I was growing up you know kids would play video games together it's this is you're playing it but with someone online almost 
Um, and so, you know, that parasocial relationship gets very powerful, whatever that looks like, whether that's on Twitch, whether that's on YouTube, because there's people on YouTube who I've followed for years and years. And so you feel like connected to that person and I'll watch them do random stuff because- I think parasocial yeah. has to be in the title for this one. We'll, we'll reach that whole different strata of Par our- Paranormal of parasocial. Of our educational elite here, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So my here's my follow up question for you, Matt. Do you think that there's an audience on Twitch for IT practitioners doing IT work for other IT people to watch them do their jobs? Like, oh wow, watch his array go down. Oh wow, watch him get infected by ransomware. He's gonna he's gonna do the like undoing of the ransomware while it's happening. Like he's live streaming an event that's occurring within, hey, we're doing pen testing today and it got loose inside the system and now we're, something bad's happening. I don't know. Uh, so I, I think there is, but I think you're asking IT people to take a, a, a little bit of a leap in their personality and be more, what do you want to call it, dramatic or add commentary to what they do. How many engineers do you do to shut up the whole time they're doing something and then they go, and look what I've done, right? There's no commentary in getting there. So you're asking engineers to co add commentary with everything that they're doing. So well, we could I think be sportscasters. We could, yes, we could commentary. Like Here's what's happening. That's, it's going to be our we new We need to have a class on how to, how to do proper commentary as you're going along on, 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 and making what you're doing exciting, right? Yeah. So I, I do think there is something there. I think I can't believe he's going to use that Ansible playbook. He's pulling that one out. Oh my gosh, look at that. Oh, he's editing the ammo. Whoa. Oh, oh my, when he executes this one. Wow. Wow, I mean, sound tower. sound effects. I, I don't know. <laughs> or somebody like Darcy who could add animation around them or something to make it interesting. <laughs> That's so interesting. I mean, it would be very fascinating if that happens. It could happen. But I think Matt's point gets to the core of a big part of social media now is personalities. People follow people for their personalities more so than just like the baseline information of their content. If someone doesn't have an interesting personality, no one wants to follow them. You know, so. <laughs> You got to get those IT people involved in talking because otherwise it's just not that interesting. But I think there's something there though. I think we have to go poke on that a little bit and see if we, there is something we can do there. I think it'd be exciting at least to, to try, <laughs> right? Indeed. Or maybe we'll do it in the metaverse or something. Might be a lot safer to do all of it there. Well, this has been an amazing episode. Thanks, everybody. Hopefully our, our personalities were set to high or stun or something. I don't know. They were set to something. Paranormal? No. Uh, but thanks for joining us on this episode of Cloud Chat with Stefan and Matt. Thank you, Darcy. And thank you, special guest thanks Darcy. It's wonderful me. to have you. Have Thanks, everyone. Time. If you like this episode, if you have comments, please like, subscribe, hit the tell us. barn, do all the things. <laughs> Darcy, tell comments. them to tell us. They're yeah. not listening to us. Darcy, tell them. Yes, oh, do yes. all the social media things you know you're supposed to do. Hit subscribe. That's that's a big one. Solid. Excellent. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. On the next one. <laughs>